0: Train podcast with J Train, Jared. Free coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how it all works. I don't got a billboard. I don't got commercials. You don't see me on the on the local news. Like you got to listen to J Train. No, I got you and your big fat mouth. That's right. Keep telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. And honestly, I know that you know communication changes every week. Nowadays you know we're doing it kind of behind closed doors send it to the group chat your group chat someone in that group chat is dealing with a similar issue to the issues we're speaking about today and now my guest and I can be totally honest with your friend in a way that you can't you can't look at your friend and be like hey it's over hey you sound ridiculous hey you're done with this we can because we don't have to look them in the eye. We don't have to go to a brunch with them next week. So spread it around like wildfire. Send it out to the group chat. Let people know. And also, I need your emails. We get tons of luxury lounge emails. And now the J-Train emails are, you know, they they come in every now and again because I think everyone doesn't think their problem is big enough jtrainpodcast.gmail.com we love your screenshots we love to hear from you so like your stories your emails your questions it could be any advice lifestyle question love a lifestyle question love a wedding question love a bachelorette party bachelor party question love those debates amongst friends bring them here jtrainpodcast.gmail.com we're gonna get right to today's guest okay because so excited back on the show hilarious comic Heather McMahon thank you for coming on
1: thanks for having me how are you honey
0: I'm great. It's so good to see you. So I good we to do, see you. This is our traditional get together over Every two Zoom years. <laughs> after two years. Every two years, we get together, we yeah. break bread. Mm-hmm. How I, you, you, we just talked before? The wedding is is upon us. We're we're going to Italy. Yeah. The wedding's coming up. How do you feel? Coming. What are you? What are your fears? What are your excitements? We people want to know from you, especially this audience. Yeah. They want to know what what's the lead into a heather mcmahon wedding
1: all right here's the deal so Mm. let's do a little backstory for people who don't know i'm technically legally married so i will say that the pressure the pressure of like having that like monumental moment where you're like oh i'm now legally bound to this person Mm -hmm. i've been married for a year we got married. let me stop you
0: let me stop you for two seconds Were you always going to be that person? Cuz this is this is a theme. Like there's always
1: yeah.
0: I you know the you go to the wedding and then every wedding where they get married in a courthouse a couple weeks before, they yeah. the, the the bride has to look at you with a wink like you know, we did it already. Like, yes. we, this is we did where we've been married. We're already married. This is nothing. And you're like, yeah, this was nothing to begin with. And you know, I wasn't sitting here waiting. You know, you. waiting for you to consummate your love. You know, like right. I didn't think you wore white for a real reason. But
1: but it's wild because there is a huge pressure specifically on the female mm. for like this anxious energy before a wedding. And okay. so I think. The actual pressure of it being like, you know, we're two people bringing our lives together. We've been together 12 years. Yes. So that pressure, if you're talking about like fears and what I'm worried about, that pressure is taken away, right? Yeah, I kind of,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I I live in a world where like, the, I I understand. I guess for some that is like, here we go, sweat yeah. dripping down the forehead. Like, uh, am is I this making the, the right man? decision? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That to me, I'm like, I guess I come from like a Northeast Jew place where it's like, they've been living together years and this is just, uh woo, we're in fantasy land.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. I, I mean, I feel like, obviously, I, I adore my husband. Yeah. But I feel like because... For people who don't understand, they're like, okay, if they're already married, why are they having this big, huge to-do in Italy? Well, basically mm. what happened was during the pandemic, my wedding was supposed to be like the end of summer 2020. And yes. then I paid all these vendors who are all Italians. I'm married to a shady Italian. Mm-hmm. And if you ever think you're going to see that money again, you're not going to. So nah, I was
0: like No lira coming back.
1: No lira coming back. So I was like, you know technically contractually obligated to still have this rager of a party and i'm like fuck it with everything that's gone on the world i'm ready to take 100 uh, apparently 80 80 of i don't even have 180 friends but here's the thing if you invite everybody to a wedding in italy they will come and i originally Mm -hmm. had booked a wedding abroad because i was like oh i'll cut the fat we'll keep it tight No, 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 post-pandemic, if you give me one glass of wine, I'm yes. inviting you to my wedding.
0: <laughs> I totally understand. It is a post-pandemic thing because, yeah. I, listen, that was the big grift. Before right. the pandemic, people were going, we're having a destination wedding, people will send us money, which to me is a holdup. <laughs> to me, I hear you. they'll yeah. send us some money and they yeah. won't show. Now, everyone is like in total fuck it mode. I know it, you know it from traveling. Flights are packed, it's people insane. are animals. It's insane, yeah. the, the the price of hotels is like insanity. And they go, they go Italy? Fuck sure. it, we're yeah. going to Italy. Yeah, I got nothing to do, fuck it.
1: And I have so many friends coming from LA. That's already like a 10 hour flight to France and then they gotta connect. Like My there's God. no direct flight to Florence. <laughs> And these people are taking a plane, a train, the fucking Queen Mary. Yes, my husband's got one friend who like refuses to fly, and I swear to God, he's been on a boat since January. Like people are just like, we will make guy, it, we will get there. This guy he's is on NXT.
0: the the QE two. He's yes. there with the parent trap, you know, parents. Holy shit! Hold on, your husband's a yes. Penn Stater like me. Yes,
1: yes. So we do you are.
0: have a we have a Penn State contingent coming to the wedding? Is there a Penn State group?
1: This is actually the guy who's on the boat right now who refuses to fly is is from Penn State. Of course,
0: of course, of course.
1: Oh, we got a whole Penn State crew, and I went to Ole Miss, so I have like Mm -hmm. all my Mississippi friends. It's a real our wedding is going to be a mixture of uh, all my gays, right? Uh, All my gays. It's a new sitcom
0: coming to NBC.
1: Truly, all my (laughs) gays, all the Jews, all the Italians, and then like a bunch of like rednecks from Mississippi. So we'll be able to get (laughs) away.
0: so if you listen closely on the night of the wedding, you will be able to hear it all the way in America. You could hear this yeah. wedding. You'll hear gays, Jews, and Italians screaming and and and, you know, backwoods, Mississippi people yeah. screaming at the top of their lungs. I love it.
1: I wouldn't have it any other way. But I'll tell you what, Jared, it's been a real learning curve of just like, you know, I did the sorority thing. I mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm a Southern gal. I understand like the etiquette and the Emily Post, if you will. Of course. You know, what's what's taboo? What's not taboo? I did not think I was going to be an uptight bride. I did not think I, because I'm like, again, the bridal aspect of it where mm-hmm. it's like all the attention on me. I don't care about that. Sure. Because I think when you're a performer and an entertainer, I've spent the last nine months on the road. That kind of entertain, like that kind of attention I like because I can control it. I'm controlling the narrative.
0: That scratch gets itched. People think because you go on stage that you're automatically loving every second. No, 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 no. We like the stage. I like to know what's coming. I know exactly what you're saying.
1: And then this kind of like other... I'd almost say like pressure, but attitude around having that kind of like bridal attitude. I didn't think I was going to crack. I was like, Mm. no, I'm not going to be bridezilla. But I think what has made me so unhinged and unglued in the last couple of weeks is the inability for some of my friends who are absolute, complete fucking law abiding, tax paying citizens to be able to figure out whether or not their passports expired, how to book a flight, (laughs) like, you know, how to Google what, what's the, the wedding hotel. And they're calling you calling me at like midnight <laughs> the dumbest fucking questions and you're kind of like hey you know Ramona remember when i came to your yeah. wedding and just showed up with a good attitude like yeah. what the fuck and you you start to
0: think you go
1: how did you make
0: it this far
1: 100% how,
0: how did you get i listen everyone thinks they're chill and then get until they get punched in the face that's what yeah. mike tyson once said i think that's the the saying the i how did you get to living and breathing in 2022 yeah. through a pandemic and you don't know how to get, you know, the right plane ticket? Like, you don't know. And you're calling me about a corset or or a yeah. brooch. I don't know what the fuck they're calling about. but they, you know. I,
1: I, Yeah, it's insane. I had a, one of my dearest friends called me yesterday and she goes, how does my phone work in Europe? <laughs> and she's got two kids. And I literally was like. What? No, no, no! no. Was like no. I said call Verizon. What do you mean? Call
0: call your parents. (laughs) Tell them I want you to call your parents. Tell them that they fucked up. Okay. (laughs) Tell them that they fucked up, and then tell them that you called me. I mean, I, I had someone.
1: Go ahead. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Go ahead, please.
1: Am I cynical because I've been on the road for so long now that like. I know how to navigate travel, and I am I cynical because I'm like, oh, people don't understand that on a Saturday morning, if you have two shows in Omaha and you're in, you know, Portland, you have to figure out how to fucking get there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I think we
0: we deal. Here's the thing: I I give them empathy on. We deal with more variables than most people. You're right. Most people, and I'm not. This isn't to brag. This is just, and I envy most people. I envy. I I drive to work. I got the same podcast on. Uh so and so at the front desk. Hi, how you doing? It's the same yeah. script. That's why after a show, if someone takes a picture with you and then all of a sudden they say the weirdest thing they've ever you're like, well, have you spoken to a human? It's like, no. <laughs> we deal with variables. We're doing improv every yeah. day. Our schedule changes. You're in yeah. Omaha. You gotta deal with the people in Omaha. You gotta figure yeah. out how do I fit in? How do I Form myself into this puzzle piece that doesn't get me in trouble mm-hmm. in Omaha, you know. And most people don't have to do that on a daily basis. We're practiced improv improvisers.
1: Our entire life—that is such a good point, your. Our entire life is improv. Yes. Every single day, I get up and I'm in a whirlwind tornado, Tasmanian devil esque. Just like, what the fuck do I have to do to survive today? <laughs> That's and, and, and your
0: friend with two kids. You know, it's, and again, I'm telling people they're wrong. Your friend with two kids goes, no, the kid shits. I don't know when they're going to poop. And you go, yeah, "Yeah, but you know, a poop is coming. You know, like I, I, this is, you, you didn't know how to call Verizon. That's your (laughs) fucking problem. That's where you suck. (laughs) So
1: I, I, I'm I'm anxious. I'll say my fear is I'm not worried about anything going, you know, going uh, um, off or uh, i don't know what i'm trying to say i'm not worried about the wedding per se i'm not mm-hmm, worried about mm-hmm. that i am worried about the logistics of people last minute getting to the airport forgetting passports and and i'm just and i was so overwhelmed my wedding planner warned me she's like listen if you invite say 200 people you should expect at least 80 percent." i was like that's a really high percentage she's like no yeah. people post pandemic want to get out want to take their tops off in amalfi they they're that's unhinged, right unglued they don't know how to
0: Listen, I'm lot. on I'm on kayak right now, yeah. and I'm gonna be there. So I'll see it.
1: Right. <laughs> <The more laughs>
0: no, that yeah, was the one, one thing, my friend. You know, I'm a single guy. I have never been married. I, I, you know, I to me, I'm the the person that people think has the last opinion on all of this stuff. Like yeah. because I come in, doofus, idiot, you know, show up, don't have anyone to talk to. But I love watching a wedding. Like I watch yeah. everything, I notice everything. I I and I just I enjoy that everyone else has to run around. Yeah. <laughs> like I enjoy that I show up with a drink, show up with a good attitude. Is 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 really how I like to show up to these things, but it's like I I do love the energy of the lead up of a wedding, like I, I I'm excited for I'm you, glad, like, I'm and especially glad you in even, another country, it's going to be great.
1: I'm glad you enjoy it. I really thought that I was just really ripping the band aid of fun and just being like, "I'm going to Italy, fuck it." And now I've realized that I've bit off so much more than I can do, <laughs> and uh, that I had a nervous breakdown yesterday, and I was so ashamed of myself. It's one thing to like be anxious about getting all these phone calls and last minute bullshit that you got to do before you go to your wedding, but I really was so ashamed of myself for letting. The, it got like, to you. I, it got to me, and I was just like <laughs> crying in my car in front of a Chipotle. Like, why did I decide to do this? You know, like this should is, be fun.
0: How is your mom? You know, I know you, you your yeah. mom. You and your mom are close. Has she been good or has she been difficult?
1: My mom's been great. My okay. mom, though, is so funny. So you know, we're having this black tie wedding. I got her this gorgeous dress. I got her a stylist. All this stuff. My yeah. mom found out how much the dress costs, and I'm like, hey, "Mom, uh-huh. it's for a wedding. You can buy one." like this is it dress. yeah this is it she wakes me up saturday morning um and she's like well you got to meet me at the tailor's." and i think we're just going to the alterations place to see you know her get her dress hemmed or whatever she went th- her dress is really beautiful um and it's got feathers across it beautiful ostrich feathers mm-hmm. my mom Love goes it. to hobby lobby buys a bunch of loose feathers <laughs> goes to like ross or like tj maxx gets a a, she- get a black dress and meets me at the alterations place. I go, what are we doing here? She goes, I'm not paying $2,800 for a dress. The, the, the lady's going to glue these feathers under this cheap dress. Like my Come mom on. is from Boston. I said, Robin, no. I will fucking kill you. We're not we're not bootlegging this designer dress. Just wear. I'm paying for the dress. You're not even paying for it. Just show up to the goddamn wedding.
0: She's at the Christmas tree shop yep, putting yep. together a dress. Also, the idea that she's like, the only type of dress I can put together has feathers on it. She's like... I'm going to try and match the Versace. Yes, no, With a robin?
1: Literally, I'm just like I asked so little of you. I'm glad that you're saving me a buck, but we're in yeah. the 11th hour. You know what we shouldn't try and save a buck on? No. Your dress. Like, now is not show the up time now is oh, yeah. not the
0: time to yeah. head to michael's no we don't need this i i she love at it
1: hobby lobby at 7 a.m i'm like this is i'm like let's work smarter not harder you know no, this is just you, fucking
0: stupid you have not made my life easier this no. i would pay double the amount i'm paying to not be here right now you know exactly with with with, with you know a hot glue gun
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's a question. It's, it's the just show up. I'm telling everybody, just show up with an attitude. I don't like just show up with a good attitude. I listen, don't give a shit. And my biggest thing was all I really care about doing is enjoying myself. I don't care about all these, like post family photos and all this bullshit. I'm like, we're just going to rage. That's all I want. We're to
0: going do. to rage in Italy. So listen, yeah. we're raging here today. I got Heather. Yeah, McMahon I know we here. we got to
1: get to some advice. Now, we got to get to
0: some advice. I'm so I know happy you're you here. Give
1: advice, and I'm ready. Let's uh, roll up uh, our sleeves. Listen, Let's hit it.
0: We got to help the people. You can't just get married. This ain't all about Heather. We got to make sure we got to help the people, help the audience. They wrote in. Everyone go follow Heather if you don't already. Hilarious, fantastic at Heather McMahon. Uh, Absolutely not podcast. Go follow. Go get subscribed. Okay. Make out in Maine. Are you ready? I'm ready. And and send your emails. We, I, Heather, you don't know this. Since the last time you were on, I have two separate podcasts on the same feed. I have Luxury Lounge, and I and I would love to have you on because you would be amazing. Luxury Lounge people send in their complaints, and we complain with them. I love that. So that's the Thursday episode. You're on the Monday J Train. Monday J Train. We take we give advice. We have gotten so many Luxury Lounge emails. I didn't know how complaining my audience was. We need more J Train emails. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. Keep sending them in. Okay. Make out in Maine. Jared, big fan of your podcast, your advice. Want to get your opinion on a situation I just experienced. Apologies in advance for the long email. Well, you just made it longer. I'm from New York, but was at a bachelorette party in Maine when we went out one night. Ended up meeting a guy who was also lives in New York. We talked a lot and made out a bit at the uh, made out a bit the night we met and exchanged numbers. He, he'd wanted me to drive back with him on Sunday, but I had declined because we just met and suggested we plan a city date when we're both back. He ended up getting COVID, so we didn't plan a date right away, but talk flirt over text and occasional phone call nearly every day. With him continuously saying how excited he was to go out and how much he liked me, even two days before he tested negative, and we finally planned uh, how much he liked me even two days before he tested negative, and we finally planned our first date. The morning of the date, he sends me this text attached. Okay, so I'll read the text. You ready? Okay, I'm nervous. Hi, Ashley. I just want to be honest with you right now. Timing for me isn't good right now, and I'm not just not ready to take. Timing for me isn't good right now, and I'm just not ready to date someone right now. And I, I just don't think it sh- it would be fair to you. Sorry if I was misleading at all. They had to have I, even gone on a first date.
1: No, I hate it. I hate everything about it. <laughs> I think it's such fucking bullshit. Burn him at the stake. I'm so uh, sick of this shit. I'm well, so hold on. sick of this shit. She,
0: she writes, and when I asked him to elaborate on the 180, I got no response until about a week later when he explained he was actually on a break with a girl things had been rocky with when we met. And while we were talking but that they were now broken up and he wanted to still take me out. I was very tentative, but agreed to keep chatting for a bit and let him explain more, then decided after uh, that, and then decide after that, but after a few days talking again, he started to get flaky, so respectfully bowed out and told him I had some things to figure out. Curious about your take on this, why you think he reached back out only to let things fizzle sincerely, make out in Maine. What do you think?
1: I think this guy's a fucking idiot. Um I, I also if the I love when these guys are like I was in the rug tweet, you know, Tamara. Well, you and Tamara are not going to work out, period, yeah, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? If she's a cunt now, she's still going to be a cunt later, vice versa. That's just how it rolls. Okay. Yeah,
0: I I think she she, you know, it's funny. They, they she's on a bachelorette party, she meets a guy in Maine. He's away yeah. from home too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's almost true. like you You found yourself in a house that's already on fire. Like you just, you know, you walked into a house you didn't know was on fire, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh shit, I'm in a fucking you know inferno." Because this guy is in Maine, away from his relationship problems. Let's take him at his word. Let's take him at his word. Let's say him and Tammy are having a tough time, love on the rocks. Okay, and let's say this is all true. So now he goes on a bachelor party, meets a cute woman makes out you in a way become his confidence to get away from his relationship
1: right he probably didn't
0: yeah go talk to tamra and he probably didn't have covid he needed to create space and time so that he could figure out his relationship Agreed. stuff then he finally breaks up and he looks at his phone and he goes oh shit i'm already in a new relationship yeah. You know, like I, I, I didn't even get to, I didn't even get to be single. And you're like, wait a minute. All I did was make out with a guy and want to go on a first date.
1: And that, that's what's so frustrating about this whole thing is it, I feel like from a female perspective, we are hmm. asking so little from some of these guys. Sure. So little. Transparency up front. And listen, I get it. Everybody wants to have their cake and eat it too. But it's just like, I, I'm just wanting to go to Applebee's and split yeah. an, app, a, a, an appetizer and a mart. Well, yes. What is this heavy bullshit? I sometimes think, so, so many of my single girlfriends, their horror stories and like these manifestos and texts that they get from these guys like, I'm just not ready. I'm doing yeah. this. The men are far more dramatic, I think, than the women are.
0: Very much so. I, I uh, listen, I'm in this position. I am fearful of second date guy yeah. because we get ahead of ourselves. We know that you're gonna be, we, we're the one, it, it goes with you're the one that has to plan the date. We know what makes us hot. Plan yeah. a date, plan the Applebees appetizer and Marg, you yeah. go home. The bar is low, but the bar gets bragged about. The You know, the bar gets, yeah, all, you great know, point. He, he, he planned and he took me to Applebee's and we got Marg's and you know, he's, you guys come back and it's like, and so he must like me because he took yeah. me to this thing and he made this plan and so I'm giving empathy to the unempathizable, but I'm saying right. when you're the one pulling the rope, you know, to, to bring in this big old fish then the fish goes why'd you pull the rope and you go so what happens is and and, and if you're not well, sure you're of what well if you're not sure of what you're looking for which this guy is patient zero for not sure he's
1: coming off a of molly he's coming off a full euphoric trip from yes. his like bachelor party in Maine and listen no hay no shade in Maine but who goes to bachelor parties in Maine
0: Vacation it, land?
1: Yeah, I've <laughs> never been. Yeah, no?
0: You, no? Your mom knows it well. If you go to Massachusetts, if you're a Massachusetts person, I've been going to Maine my whole life. The uh, uh, Maine... I think it's an okay bachelor party location in the summer but there's like literally three weeks that you could go Yeah, you know the rest of the year and then the
1: rest of the time you need to wear a sweater and it's just like nobody wants to wear a sweater on a bachelor (laughs) party (laughs)
0: not at all this guy it is interesting though the way it happened is it happened off the cuff and then you what what she she, I love her question she's like I went back to him because he's saying all these right things but let's stay in the reality that happened if you make out in Adventureland, Mm -hmm. and now you're going to plansville you're in two different places
1: yeah i still hate him um i still think we should find out where he lives and murder him but yeah i I, I, do you know what i mean though like i I, I agree with
0: you like like but guy you made out with at a bar is is not the same guy you're planning a date with that it is a different scenario Make out of the bar Of course he's like Let's drive home together but Yeah let's let's go to Italy Let's go to Heather's right. you know, wedding Like you know He's bringing up all this bullshit He's in fantasy land you, You're you the most amazing thing That could have ever happened to him Because he didn't have to try To make it happen He's a I, stud
1: Yeah and I'm glad She didn't drive home with him too Oh also my that's, god Yeah Could you imagine <laughs> next uh, The next 48 hours Like no We don't have time for that Smart move on no. her though even after she had made out with this guy, I made out with a man with no teeth once. You know what I mean? Didn't realize that I was just so drunk outside of a bar. And my friend tapped me on the shoulder. And she goes, Heather, he doesn't have teeth. And I took a step back and I go, you're right. He does not have teeth. So I'm glad that, <laughs> you know, I'm sure she was pretty tipsy when she was making out with him, had a little liquid courage. I'm glad she did not the next day then ride back to the city with him. I'm because proud
0: of her we've, her. we've all done that thing where we didn't back up to see no teeth. Yeah. and And, and, yeah. and you know, the no teeth for this guy is... I got a girlfriend. I don't know if I want to go oh. forward. I got all this right. shit going on. You know, everyone's a stud under the fine lighting of a dive bar. Right. You know, and then the minute you got this guy under the light and he's looking at you and you're looking at him going I'm down for a date. And he's going, I got a lot going on. I don't um, know, I can't get serious. You don't know, I got a little I girlfriend. I
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just shitting got, everywhere, I'm yeah, shitting just, everywhere. I'm literally shitting <laughs> all over Maine. The whole ride home, I was shitting all over Maine.
0: The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Best Fiends. Inner peace is great and all, but you know what's better? Making it to level 1000 in Best Fiends. That's what true satisfaction feels like. I love Best Fiends. I'm a huge fan of this game. It is the perfect game to take your brain, put it on the shelf, and just enjoy and relax. I love it. I'm on level 293. I play it all the time. Every time I can get a free moment to just... Let myself mellow out. Best Fiends is the way to go. Once you download Best Fiends, you can play anywhere even without an internet connection. I play on flights all the time. Collect tons of fiends that get powered out, that get powered up as you play more levels. New in-game events are added all the time and with thousands of levels, there's always more to play. Download Best Fiends today for free on the App Store or Google Play. Plus, earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level five. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. The J-train podcast at GMA.com JTrainPodcast at GMA.com here with Heather McMahon at Heather McMahon absolutely not podcast get subscribed go listen stuck in a dating cycle JTrain feather feather thank you for all you do now to my dating issue I'm in my early 30s and despite dating and being on the apps I haven't been in a relationship in a few years I feel like I'm in a really good place mentally and feel ready for something serious but I'm not having any luck getting past the first few dates with men I go out with these are all, all these are also men I'm trying to be picked you with and decide if I actually like them as you always suggest things always seem really promising they pick a nice spot pay for the date we have fun getting to know each other keep the conversation fun as you do on the first couple dates then something changes the texting pattern changes or they pull away or they don't want to be physical usually they tell me they have to focus on work or as the last guy said wasn't looking to date right now why are all these men on dating apps or even men who asked me out in real life flaking after the first two to three dates any advice for things I could do differently and also any advice not feeling burned out Over dating sign can't get past The third date Heather McMahon what do you think
1: mm. That's interesting Because she's saying she's having A great time witty banter I mean nowadays mm-hmm. like I'm in my mid thirties Witty banter will take me anywhere you know what I mean yeah. I'm like I'll suck your dick and you can You can kind of give me a light chuckle I'm like Yeah I'll blow you you know what yeah, I mean sure. Um, so I'm trying to figure <laughs> out What is it and I don't want her to Like have this like self-reflective moment because It probably isn't something with her I think, but she said in the thing they don't want to be physical.
0: They don't want to be physical. And I think that this kind of makes sense. This is a very relatable to the last email. You yeah. know, that last guy is a more confused version of the guy that she's presenting here. Yeah. And, you know, when they don't want to get physical, it. and sometimes you're like, it, it's it's like, it's like looking at a house with all the... The furniture already set up. Right. They're like, yeah, you can move in tomorrow. And she's a move in tomorrow bitch. You know, like she's yeah. she says yeah, I'm mentally point. ready. She sounds yeah. very nice here. She's like, yeah, you can move in tomorrow. And I, I, it's not I a will
1: challenge s- for them. It's, it's not a, a challenge.
0: Yeah, I, I think not a challenge. But also with challenge comes I can fuck around for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like I and guys love vague relationships we love we love fucking around we love fucking around like is that
1: because it's like the animalist instinct like where you still have to be the one like you have to chase you need the chase
0: it's 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 i think it's less a chase for these guys and more you will be again it's the you're the one that brought me here right you know like you brought me here what the fuck i thought we were dating and then you know Guys, think of the ending before they think of the romantic conclusion, like the horrible ending before the romantic conclusion. So, like, really, you know, I'm not. If I'm on a date with someone and I'm like not sure, I'm not thinking of like, you know, the uh, well, we could be in Italy at our wedding. You know, right. I'm, I, I'm not thinking of the Heather McMahon. You know, next extravaganza, step. Right. extravaganza. Like, if I'm not positive, a hundred percent, you know, I, to me, these guys are dating. Like when she's right. like, "What am I doing wrong?" I'm like, "You're not doing anything wrong." They're just these guys are saying this isn't the match for me, and I need to go elsewhere because, I, I they're honestly like, I hate to say this, but they're doing you a favor because it's like, yeah. you know, you know, they're go they're doing the math. They're like, she's in her thirties. Um, if we fuck right now, and I promise more than I can give, then I'm the big douchebag here. And I think a lot of guys. We'll break up before it gets more serious. And sh- and there's and she's even saying, she's like, I'm willing to see what they got. Right. Not a lot of guys are, let's see what they got.
1: So it's so interesting you say that. I had a conversation. My sister's 38. She's a total fucking catch. Mm. She's an attorney, babe, smoking, hot, smart, all these things. And she and I were talking. I was like, Ashley, why aren't you more aggressive on these apps right now? And she said, Heather, I'm 38. At the end of the day, these guys, if they don't get what they want within the first two minutes, two dates or whatever, they've got some 22 year old, you know, showing photos of their tits online. Mm. Like, you know, she's like, there is, like you said, it's a, it's an immediate, she's like, I'm in a place where I'm like, all right, you Gucci, I'm Gucci, let's do the damn thing. And she's like, these guys are just still fucking around.
0: And and it's not the, it's not like I want a hot 22 year old. It's, it's, well, I mean that, 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 these things help, but I think yeah. the mindset of I'm not fucking this person over. You know, the... I, I love
1: that you're giving men more credit, though. I got to be honest with you. I love that you're saying you're actually analyzing it that you're like, these guys have some sort of, like, goodwill. I just think that they have 25 <laughs> chicks on the line. Like, you're yeah. actually being like, oh, no. Well, I- they really it consciously <laughs> lay down at night, and they're like, you know well, what? I didn't want to hurt a man to no, see. I, I don't want to... She just has everything going for her. Let's really break this down. Okay? Well, I
0: I, I think because I'm single, 37 year old. Okay, so I and you're I'm you're
1: a nice guy. I think well, you're genuinely a good guy. Don't give these other fuckers so much credit.
0: I think everyone's medium. Like, I'm an okay guy. I think these guys, I think we're within 10% of each other. I don't think they're sitting up at night being like, you know what? I did a nice thing for Amanda. I don't think that at all. (laughs) Which is actually funny that they go home and they go pray at their bedside. I hope Amanda (laughs) finds a nice guy. No,
1: they're not doing that at all. No, no, fuck now.
0: These are snap decisions. But I will say, I know that they don't have 10 girls on the line because they're not they don't have the energy for ten girls on the line. I do mm-hmm. know that twenty-two-year-old. There's breathing room, mm-hmm. you know. There's like, uh, you know, if I waste a twenty-two-year-old's time, she'll be okay. If I waste a thirty-eight-year-old's time, I've done. I'm a, I'm a like a dastardly fellow. Yeah, you, you, know? you
1: actually should be on the no-fly list. Yes, you know? exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and so if these guys, you know, and 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 I, I hate to make it about age because I. I don't think that like it's not about like worthy, unworthy, all that stuff. It's, it's more just about like these guys are getting afraid. And if they're not ready in their and what your sister said, like if they're not ready in their own life, they're right. just not ready to take on. And, and when they say like they usually tell me they want to focus on work again, they all relate it to their own life. I got to focus on work, not looking to date right now. You know, it's like, she's like, why are these men even on the apps? And it's like, they are looking to date. They're not focusing on work. They're saying an excuse because they're going, you're nice. And I don't, I just don't want to, I don't want to hover above you and, and, you know, and create, you know, a time, be a time suck. And they know.
1: Yeah. Because they know that Amanda.
0: Sure. Hypothetical Amanda. um,
1: we made up. The hypothetical amanda <laughs> has too much on the line she there's yeah. too much writing for her yeah i hear that and Listen, so she's doing nothing wrong shocked, but yes yeah amanda at the end of the day okay it's not <laughs> you honey it no. really is not you and to me that is the most annoying fucking thing to hear because when i was single that was it would be like it's not you and i'm like but it kind of feels like it is but it actually yeah. it isn't and as i you know you get older you realize Everybody is consumed so much so in their own bullshit. Totally, that's ninety percent of it. Everybody is wrapped up in their own selfish shit, and when we're in our twenties, we're you know more of a free spirit. But as you get older, you're just so consumed in the minutia of your own bullshit that you know what Amanda? They see Amanda's got her shit locked down, and, and I they're s- consuming their own stuff.
0: I listen. I, I I can speak for myself. I see it in myself all the time. This idea of like being precious with yeah. Uh, with and and you know it is a narcissism it could be made fun of really easy like oh you're worried about messing up your little stand-up career and, and 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 your studio apartment like it could be made fun of because like how important are you but Everyone is a star of their own movie. Right. So these guys are living in the you know the key of me. They they It's all I statements. It's all, I don't want to screw up. I don't want to waste yeah. their time. I don't want to, you know, and it becomes about them. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. here with Heather McMahon. Absolutely not. That's that the podcast. So
1: fast. You said that so fast. Well, I, I didn't. J train <laughs> podcast at, podcast at Have you ever I been like an auctioneer?
0: I think I could. I had you people. Could. I've had people say that to me. They're like, they they go, "How do you say it so fast?" I was like, "Well, I've been saying it for a decade now." Yeah, you know, like so I, I've been. I practicing. have a hotline
1: number that I can I can spit out pretty quick. But yeah, I just, right, yeah. Change your pockets. Uh, give me a, a five. I got a thirty over there. I got a forty over here. A <laughs> fifty. Yeah, yeah. I, I like think, to
0: keep it moving, get yeah. the energy up. You know.
1: Maybe we'll do like a philanthropy thing where we do comedy and auction things off, and maybe it's just us auctioning off other comedians for. Like I would sad, love that. Sad single comedians for dates. But I think that's maybe something we should look into. Our new philanthropy.
0: That, that dating auction trope was such a sitcom Ooh. thing yeah. that you'd be like, I see this way more than I've ever heard of it being an actual yeah. thing. You would think, based on sitcoms, that there were dating auctions every week in every town in the country, like you would <laughs> assume, right?
1: Yes, yeah, it's like Based a one on storyline that they just kept beating over and over again. <laughs> over yeah. and
0: over, every three weeks on Saved by the Bell, there was a new dating auction. Okay, so dating yeah. question, dear Papa JT. Love the pods. I'll get straight to it. I'm a 26 year old lady living in a small mountain town in Canada. Okay, oh, we got wait, a mountain. Okay,
1: well,
0: okay. <laughs> again, but we're already fucked. Ha-
1: just so she yeah. knows, we're already yeah. fucked. Okay,
0: things aren't good yeah. um, again. This town is small. So naturally, sometimes the dating scene has a bit more overlap than is ideal. A couple of my friends had thrown out the ideas of a setup between a good friend of mine and a good friend of theirs. They had been in each other's company at friend gatherings a couple of different times. This seed was planted in the fall and the two never went on a date. But my friend did express that she would be open to a date. A date never happened. Neither person asked the other person out. Flash forward about a month ago, this man asked me on a date i told my friend this and expressed i wanted to communicate openly with her about it she said it made her uncomfortable but that she was okay with it mostly she expressed the trials and tribulations of dating and that this rejection stung i am interested in this guy and i made the decision to go out with him after the second date i checked with my friend again and mentioned that i wanted to explore this further and that if she wanted to chat more we could and also that if she didn't want any more updates i would stop checking in about the situation i just want things to be out in the open and have the situation be the least awkward possible now currently my friend has shut me out she said after prompts from a few ignored texts that my decision to go out with him has made her feel insecure in our friendship and then she needs some space
1: i hate i hate this bitch
0: Am I an awful friend for going out with this guy? No. Should I have no, said no not. right from the get-go? What is the dating etiquette between friends in a situation like this? I'd like to say that had they gone on a date or even kissed, I wouldn't entertain this in the slightest. No. Should I just end things with him and reevaluate my friendship with her and Absolutely go be a not. nun? Sincerely, Dyers, of dating in a small town. I uh, Yeah, this is horrific. No, no, no.
1: This is insane. First of all, they never had a relationship. This no. woman needs to get over her crippling insecurity. I'm so yes. sick of this. As women, we're supposed to build each other up. All right. You had a crush on him. He didn't want to go out with you. It, let him go out with your friend. This is what's wild to me, okay? Mm-hmm. And then this is going to sting for this other woman. Please. If if I was on a date, and or say I like somebody, and then one of my girlfriends went out, and, we, and this guy had never asked me, we never had a relationship, he's clearly not that into you, I would bury those feelings so deep down inside, <laughs> I'd end up with him. Release. I would never yeah. let another bitch see me sweat. I'd be like, yeah. like, Heather, is that okay? Yeah great emily i feel so happy for you like i don't know if it's my ego or what i would just bury those like resentful feelings deep down inside to the point where i got a stomach ulcer and i would just never ever let a bitch know that i was sweating isn't isn't i
0: listen i agree with you i would i would eat it i would be like listen uh, because the friend isn't doesn't in love with this guy. She's mad. She's basically getting a, she was placed in a competition she didn't want to get placed in, but it's not even a competition at all. This guy didn't go, oh, well, you're better than that one. It wasn't about that. It just, and again, it was a long time ago. It's not like they put you two up next to each other and he goes, make a choice. And, And she's treating it that way. She's basically saying, you know she and she's taking her insecurity out on you when it's really we can't tell someone how to feel we can't it, it's like you said like but we're all you will feel here. like but you <laughs> the, but you're totally right like you would take I would do the same thing I would stuff it deep inside and I would be stung but yeah. I would also understand that this isn't about me this isn't about you know I it's would not be on hotter, my daughter not
1: I would just be on the Peloton, just grinding it out, (laughs) sweating it out. Maybe make a small personal voodoo doll of your friend. You know what I mean? And I would just slightly (laughs) stab at her neck every night, but I would never let her know. She's like, hey, does it make you uncomfortable? No, I'm great. I'm so happy for you guys. (laughs) And And she's not- I would be so involved in their relationship, too. I'd be like, tell me everything. How are things going? You know what I mean? Oh, my God, tell me about the date. How was the kiss? I'd be so- over to the other side i would the pendulum would swing so into i want to be involved that then actually if you got that involved you might get invited to a threesome i'm just there saying. you go
0: or or you find out that this guy and what no you penis? would
1: has, has no exe- penis has no, no
0: penis. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally no, nobody what you find out is that oh how horrible it is to have did, you've like dodged a bullet exactly. with this small town Mountain dude that, oh my God, he never texts, he never calls. But what she did is the opposite. She made it personal. She made it about her versus the other woman. She made it a competition. And there's honestly, what I would say to this person, the only mistake they made is to even involve them beyond the courtesy of, hey, I'm letting you know I'm going out with them. Yeah, because the text of like hey and I won't do it again Like, if I'm them I'm like okay enough get out of here go live your fucking life mm-hmm. enjoy this guy date them this person has to get over themselves at a certain point and they're gonna and what they'll do is they'll come to you at some point once they get because they're gonna end up getting in a relationship and this is not right but if this would happen she'll be fulfilled by some other person and she'll go you know yeah. what that was stupid
1: she, listen, she'll find a moose, something yes. up there in Canada, <laughs> and you know, and we'll forget about it. But you totally. know what? As, as the friend who is the one in the new relationship, you kind of like—I—I I wouldn't forget it. I'd be like, yeah, I remember what you did. I remember the oh, shit of you course, told when I started dating Ronnie, I remember, yeah. bitch.
0: Dating people is at the beginning is hard enough. You want your friend hard to like support enough. you, and Great this point. friend made it about them. They're Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's like, okay, you know, and I I do, the thing is, as a sensitive person, I do understand why they're upset. Mm -hmm. I do understand, but they also, I love what you said, like pushing it down into little hemorrhoids because sometimes you have to realize I'm the sensitive one, right? I'm the one, I'm the one that has an issue. No one else has an issue. This is a me issue. This is a confidence issue. This is a look in the mirror issue. She's taking her confidence issues and she's outsourcing them to you right j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast (laughs) at gmail.com here with heather mcmahon six-monther standstill j train feather feather i'm wondering what your thoughts are on getting over a six-monther and why it seems so much harder than getting over a quote-unquote real relationship My ex and I were together for four years and I felt pretty moved on after about a month. Then I started dating this new guy and it lasted roughly six months. He didn't communicate the way I wanted to. uh, He didn't communicate the way I wanted after I asked. The sex was inconsistent and I never felt like myself around him. I knew it wasn't the match, so I cut it off after months of trying to figure it out slash make it work I know he wasn't the one I know it wouldn't have worked out and I know I can find a better match for me so why after two months of no contact am I still thinking about him wanting to reach out why do I why does it seem like the shorter relationships she puts in quotes linger longer than the full ones would love to hear your take and words of wisdom on this one stuck in the what ifs what do you think Heather McMahon do you have a did you have any short relations before your guy that you were like stuck on or felt like you cared too much about or something?
1: Yeah, for sure. And I also want to say to your listeners, I got asked on another podcast recently, it was like, what's the best advice? Um, you, Like you could give somebody who's not married or somebody who's out there single. I'll say this. Mm. The first couple months in the relationship should be the easiest and the best it is, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. obviously you grow as people, you flourish your, your marriage, your relationship, whatever. But if it's hard in the first couple weeks, if there's like these what ifs, this back and forth, this kind of like, you know, tit for tat bullshit, then that's not the right person. So these like short little, you know, you're like, I don't know (coughs) how they feel about me. If you don't know how they feel about you, that is not the right person. It's a very easy, fine line.
0: And what I've noticed about myself and in the relationships that were the ones where I couldn't, all I spent most of my time trying to figure out what was off. Yeah. it was me trying to figure out my insecurities. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to get them to like me to win this match, and it wasn't about that. I was having such a great time with this person. I was just sitting there going,
1: yeah. "Why?"
0: Because she even says in her email, she says that there were six months, um, but she writes after two. Uh, she wrote six months he didn't communicate uh, then I started dating this new guy la- lasted six months he didn't communicate I knew it wasn't a match so I cut it off after months of trying to figure it out and make it work how is that possible? you're together for six months but months of trying to figure it out so you spent just as much time trying to figure this out as you did even enjoying yourself, which you probably didn't enjoy yourself. This was about you. Right. Trying to get someone to like you because you're like, it, it isn't about them. It's about you feeling insecure and not having someone who likes you. And then here's the other thing she does. She says, Why does it seem so much harder than getting over? And she put in quotes a real relationship. And then at the end of the email, she says, why does it seem like shorter quote unquote relationships? We have to stop being so hard on ourselves with calling relationships relationships. It could be two weeks. It's a relationship. It could be someone you're hooking up with. It's a relationship. The definition of relationship, you know, Heather McMahon and I have a relationship. Okay. So, like, you know, so this idea of like leveling because this is why people get caught up with situationships this is Mm -hmm. why people get caught up with the guy they're hooking up with or the woman they're hooking up with that never can figure it out because they never fully admit they are in something so then they never have breakups they never get upset with the person they never communicate with the person because they don't think they deserve to you deserve to you are in a a relationship
1: that's a really great point I have not yeah, like fuck it. You have skin in the game. This is some yeah. bullshit. You but also look as- kind of like my husband, so yes, we are in a relationship.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Penn State. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. You know. Just, the strong just, eyebrows. Strong brows. Yeah, we're it, brow like, brothers. Yeah. Yeah,
1: you're brow brothers. I love that. Yeah. Um, but I'm yeah, saying, like, yeah. if
0: I, even, but in a friendship, yeah. you know, you wouldn't say if you, if you were friends with someone and they we didn't, have a
1: friendly relationship.
0: But that's the thing. If you have a yeah. friendship with someone, you would say to them, "Hey, what the fuck." Right. So I think when we do this with relationships and when you put quotes around real and is it, you know, whatever, and, and you're basically saying this is a fake thing, this ain't fake. So right. I think admitting that you had a relationship with a guy for six months and it didn't work out and it wasn't really for you. I, I think like giving it this faux thing kind of, it hurts you when moving on in, in certain yeah.
1: respects. You know what, Jared? I got to say something. You really are doing the Lord's work because I try my best. As a single heterosexual male, you know, sometimes it can be like there can be a deep eye roll, like, all right, you know what I mean? What's this this guy's perspective? (laughs) Which is fucked up. And that was a fucked up like acknowledgement on my part, you know. But I think some people who are new could maybe tune in and be like, all right, what's he really going to say about relationships? Sure. What you just said, I think was very poignant and thought provoking. And it's like, People need to give themselves the benefit of the doubt, and also know that you have stake in this relationship, whatever that relationship might be.
0: Absolutely, you know. It's funny you say that. I at my shows, you mm-hmm. know, like I, you know, I'm. I'm 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 no Heather McMahon. I'm not you know theater touring it up and going to Italy.
1: I don't know. I, I don't know why I, people come to see me either. So. I listen.
0: I I I, I and, uh, they're fantastic shows. But I'm I'm in you know these slummy comedy clubs and uh, you know a friend brings a friend and I can always tell the friend that thinks I'm going to be that guy. Really? I, I, yeah. It, my worst heckler is friend that got brought by a friend friend yeah. of a listener who is like. Yeah, this guy who heard I talk about dating. So yeah. they so they're like and they're playing close up D on me. So I'll be like, "Yeah, I just broke up with my girlfriend." They'll be like, "Oh yeah, you did. Of course you did." Yeah. And I'm like, okay. "I'm like, well, can I talk about this? You know, can you They have no trust for it. You you've you yeah. defined my my greatest obstacle in a comedy
1: show. And at my my biggest is these guys you I love when the women are like so I drug my husband there I oh. drug my boyfriend he was physically drug i actually tied him to the back of my <laughs> sonic stara and i drug him to the show and then the guys have the best fucking time i'm like yeah a comic i'm not i'm not i mean i am white oprah technically but i'm like i'm not out here like <laughs> you know what i mean giving away cars and blessing people it's I, stand-up comedy like why yeah, the fuck is- do you think that just because my audience is strongly female doesn't mean dudes can't come and have a fucking blast you know? I,
0: I get the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I mean, oh, it, it, I had a woman in the street the other day. She, I'm literally in the corner uh, in the West Village. I'm on the corner of the yeah. street, headphones in. I have my phone out. A young woman comes up to me. And she's like, Jared, I'm. Uh, I've been to your shows. I've been. I'm a huge fan. I go, thank you so much. Yeah. And then the friend next to her goes, I don't even know who you are. Sorry.
1: Oh, yeah, this, yeah. And I go. Shit. Okay. All right. I, and I I, All right, Louise. I,
0: I yeah, Louise. Fucking Louise. I I literally look at her I go and I, I let people off the hook. I go, more people don't know me than do. Totally understand. Yeah. And then she goes, "No, but I don't know you." No, she's the fan. She's the fan. I go, "Fantastic. Yeah, that's and so great. When I, need,
1: when I need plasma or bone marrow because I have some crippling disease, I'll make sure I ask her <laughs> and not you, you dumb bitch."
0: The J Train Podcast is sponsored by Indochino. No matter what role you have on the big day, weddings can be stressful. Don't let what you're going to wear add to the stress. With a custom-fitted suit from Indochino, you'll look great, feel confident, and enjoy the big day without fussing over your clothes. Choose every detail on a suit, shirt, or dinner jacket at affordable prices that may surprise you. Nothing is better than tailor-made. Nothing. Nothing makes you feel better than going into a wedding or whatever event you're going to knowing that the clothes you're about to put on are going to fit perfectly. You are your true self when it feels so good on your body that you may as well be naked. That's, that's the, the, comfort is confidence, and that's what Indochino gives you. I have the pants, I have the shirt, it looks great, it feels great, I love their stuff. Every suit is made to your exact measurement, and you can customize every detail. Create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly, with options for fabrics, lapel shape, custom monogram, statement linings, and more. The best part, Indochino suits start from just $4.29, and shirts from $79. That's, that's the deal, people. If you've got a big day coming up, get the getting the perfect look is no big deal with Indochino. Get $50, 50 $50 off any purchase of three ninety nine or more by using promo code JTrain at Indochino.com. That's $50 off a purchase of three ninety nine or more at INDOCHINO.com com. promo code JTrain. JTrain. podcast at Jima.com, J-train podcast at you're Jima.com. The,
1: you're doing the Lord's work.
0: You really I'm are. I'm trying my and, best.
1: And I think that's great.
0: Can we do one more? Is that okay with you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Let's do date let's do this. Dating diet advice.
1: Oh God. J
0: train, I have a queer dating query for you. Help I started an intense diet that will help me lose weight for a breast reduction. It's important to me to make this breast reduction happen, so I'm taking this diet pretty seriously. I check in with my doctors and dietitian weekly. It's been about a month of this. I've lost 30 pounds so far. Good for you. It's been really tough because I like to eat and dieting and food are constantly on my mind. Since starting this diet, I have gone on a date. I'm not sure that this diet and breast reduction is a first date convo. However, I would like to dip my toes back into the dating pool again. How do I reapproach dating with the new diet? Do I talk about it before we plan a date, or just not mention it at all? Thank you for doing the Lord's work. Sincerely, dieting for the boobies. What do you think, Heather McMahon?
1: Well, first and foremost, congratulations to her. I love that she's taking making her health a priority. Also, Absolutely. as a big titty gal, um, I mean, good for her. I mean, I know I have some friends who. Getting a breast reduction, nobody has ever gotten a breast reduction and said, I regret that. Every single woman who's ever done it has been like, best idea. I never have to wear a bra. I feel fantastic. Yes. I will say this. Now, I know she probably has a little bit more of a long way to go, right? I don't know how much weight she has to lose for sure. this breast reduction. But I think you're just straightforward. Say, hey, I'm doing some health things. I don't think any guy's going to be like, oh, man, you're doing something, you're doing <laughs> something for yourself. You know, I'm anti that. I would say I don't know how extreme this diet is. You know what I mean. But think about yeah. it too. I think maybe she pauses, focuses on herself, and then gets gets those new titties. Shows up yeah. in three months after she's healed, like that new bitch. Because it's gonna be New Year, New Me. You know what I, I'm saying?
0: I, I'm you know I'm happy you said that because I I I don't want to tell someone to not date. I think right. like I I because. Losing weight, I've been fifty pounds heavier, fifty Same. pounds lighter than Same. what you're looking at now. So I understand Which is this perfection.
1: Part. For what us is now, yeah, that's right. We are right. literally
0: <laughs> in our perfect spot. I. That's <laughs> absolutely. We are always perfect at all times, all, all the time. Yeah. Always. So I, I. So I understand that losing weight, and she mentions it. She says, "Food and uh, is con- dieting and food are constantly on my mind." Well, me, fucking too. Yeah. So. I, and this is a mental battle more than it's a physical one and mm-hmm. it's getting used to your new body it's getting used to how mm-hmm. people receive you how you receive yourself how you look at yourself it is like such a fucking mind fuck mind fuck yeah. shit stew that adding into it hey what is this guy that I just met off a of bumble think of my new boobs or that I'm losing weight is like I, I
1: I don't know if I yeah. can handle that. I, 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 I think she needs to give herself. I think the perfect word right now is grace. Give yes. yourself grace. Do not put yourself under the pressure cooker. You know, I love a food pun, but the crock pot of the yes. dating situation. <laughs> Focus on yourself. Spend time yeah. with your friends. That means, you know, it's something important to you. And then once you've gotten in a, in a groove of like finding out who this new person is that you're going to be, and obviously it doesn't change your personality, but there is so much. I'm right there with you. I've been 50 pounds heavier, 50 pounds lighter. Yeah. You know, at the core of who you are is still the same. But it's like, I don't think I'd want to jump into the deep end of dating before this. And no, then you it, explain yourself. And it's also not for you to have to meet strangers and then have to explain to your explain what you're going through, because there is an emotional element to any sort of surgery, especially when it comes to like something physical, right?
0: It's it, it totally, and it's like, you know, it's, if you do continue to date, and when she does, or if mm-hmm. she does, you can give up that information whenever you feel someone deserves totally. it. I don't think it's like, I don't think you have to be like, and um, I'll be ordering skinny margaritas because I'm getting, you know, like you don't have to yeah. do that. You know, like it it, yeah. it, it 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 is, you can go on the date, but that's, this is part of kind of what we're talking about and a little bit of what we're dancing around is, you know, this, when you lose weight, Mm -hmm. you're almost like not sure how people look at you or if you're getting attention for the right reason or if they noticed, you know, and... Isn't it weird
1: too when you're naturally like, I'm not naturally a small person. And mm -hmm. it's like, as soon as that high that you get, which is so fucked up because we're programmed Mm -hmm. to only care about how thin somebody is, right? Of course. And that, going back to the bridal thing, like when people are like, Heather, you look thin. I'm like, I'm actually not... But I love that. That is the the compliment that you think I want to hear. Now, do I want to hear it? Yeah, fuck yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm so fucked up in the head, but <laughs> it's really wild when it's like, um, oh my god, so thin, so thin, and you're like, bitch, I uh, had fucking uh, tater tot nachos called Tachos last night. You know what I mean? With barbacoa <laughs> on them. What like, yeah. call Spades, man. Well, you know?
0: that's the other thing. Is I I get the same thing. Like you know, if you're someone who deals with weight issues. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't last. You know, I don't trust that this is whatever you see now. If you're complimenting now, I don't even want to hear about it because it could be different (laughs) tomorrow.
1: You know, literally, oh, I'm thin for four days. Yes. Six months. It's an uphill battle.
0: (laughs) So, yeah. And when I hear you look great, I hear uh, in my mind, it's like, what happened to Jared? You know, like a month later, you know, like I
1: it, it is. And I that's why if you don't lose weight for a wedding. And you just show up as you are. That's but then what it you is. you get really thin on the honeymoon because you, you know, got salmonella because you've been eating raw <laughs> oysters and a malty for six weeks. That's what you do. And and that's, ladies, if you're gentlemen, whoever's listening to this, mm. just so you know, this is how you bamboozle them. You know what I mean? You know <laughs> that you're going to put on weight later on in the marriage, but if you show up to the marriage heavy and then get thin through your marriage, I think we got to swap it. Don't show up thin and good then disappoint point. them. Show up as yourself and then elevate yourself later. And they're undersell, like, over
0: deliver. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm not sure if we helped this person, but I do think we, we have let them inside the mind of two people who understand what she's going through and uh, and 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 warning her. Yeah, this ain't. This is beyond you, maybe. Like, this is harder than you're making it out to. Oh, I'm, I've lost 30 pounds. Yeah. I got the breast reduction surgery, and I'll just go on a couple first dates. Like, what, bitch? You know, like, yeah. that's a big
1: thing. I will say this, Jared. I love it. And and you're coming on my podcast, but I love that you actually try and give true advice because it comes genuinely. It really does come from a genuine place because <laughs> I People call into mine, And I'm like, I will give you the absolute opposite advice. You are going to leave this bewildered, bamboozled, and unsure of where to go next. But I think this is, you really are a genuine wonderful guy and i just think wow. it's really tender how you genuinely care about the people that are writing in and i, I just feel really honored to be a part of it because well, you really are giving people sound advice
0: that's way too kind um all i love all my children equally and yes, differently amen. and it's so listen this was such a blast heather thank you so much for coming oh on my God, everyone thank you for
1: having me i want to see go, you on the road i'm gonna do a show
0: I wanna con- i I wanna see all the wigs. I need to yeah. see your wig room. I need you to see all yeah, I love it. So ever go follow Heather at Heather McMahon. Absolutely not. That's the podcast. Go follow, go subscribe, get involved. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails. Keep sending them in J at Gmail dot com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.